We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Who did you want? You I wanted Harbaugh. Wanted what a- if he said no? Then what? Then you have a different head coach. Just because. I, yes, because this isn't going anywhere. And I thought that this regime would finally usher in higher standards. Why? Because I the whole point was to be different. Why? Who told you that? They did. They said that Kevin They Warren's- told you it was going to be different? Well, they didn't tell you that it was going to be different? Now, hold on. We have more to come on this show that's tearing us apart. You're tearing me apart, Lisa! It's not tearing me apart. I still like Dan. Kind oh of. no, I'm, it's fine. It's just it's just immensely disappointing. If you want to have faith in anyone at the Bears, I have my issues with Ryan Poles too. But the person you have faith in is him. It's the same thing. They keep doing it. Is it possible it's just your same perspective? We had some adversity early in the season, in the middle of the season. His ability to stand strong and, and keep the team together was incredible. Is this environment cohesive? Are people together? Are they focused on the right things for the right reasons at the right time? And you just feel that it is. Bernstein and Hope. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers, battening down for a big snowstorm here in Chicago. They're saying overnight, the current forecast for the city is 6 to 12 inches of snow. Just like I picked a good time to leave town. Lawrence <laughs> is leaving. What a good idea. We will be busy today breaking down what we heard from the Bears brass yesterday. Jarrett Payton's going to join us at 11. We have high noon at 11.45. Matt Bowen at noon. We'll take phone calls today. There's a lot of yes. pent-up thought and feeling that we are going to let you have at after Matt Bowen around uh, 12.25 or so. Jason Leisure with his perspective. You heard him asking trenchant, pointed questions yesterday. He's at 1.00. Former Bulls assistant coach Jim Clemens will join us at 125 to talk about tomorrow night's big uh, inaugural Ring of the Honor The Ring ceremony. of Honor! You know what I thought about last night? What? I, as they were doing intros, I meant to text this to Tim Sinclair, but he's obviously working. He might get to say, from North Carolina, Michael Jordan. That'd be pretty cool. And would he and would he have ever thought that he would get to do that? Like, how cool is that? Shout out to Tim Sinclair. 
This hour is brought to you by NJ Diet. Lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed with NJDiet.com. And also at some point in the show, we are going to give away a pair of tickets to a special one-night-only performance with Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks, their first ever performance at Soldier Field, Friday, June 21st. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, but we have a pair for a lucky listener when uh, we give you the cue to call at some point today. All right. I'm going to find my... My, my center here. Kevin Warren said something yesterday that's just not okay. And it goes back to some formative reptile brain sort of ancient things, at least in my head and maybe in yours as well. And it has to do with what, what professional football is and what our relationship to our professional football team is and means and what it, what it is for us. So this is what over time started out as a little thing and then it burgeoned and, and it, it sort of infected my whole being. I know for me, uh, I am, I'm a very uh, quiet, uh, impatient person. Uh, I don't boy, uh, uh, voice my impatience, but I'm extremely impatient. I'm competitive. I want to win, but I also want to do it with integrity and style and grace and class and humility. Uh, And that's something that's top of mind here. That's what the Chicago Bears stands for. That's what our fans deserve. That's what our alumni, our players, our partners, our sponsors, every employee, every coach, uh, our ownership. That's what the National Football League deserves. And you have our word. Did you hear that? He's impatient. He wants to win. But with integrity, style, grace, class, and humility, because that's what your alumni want. Talk to your fans about that because I've got, I've got real strong feelings about that because a, the, the formative team that is still, for a lot of us, of a certain age. I'm speaking of fans of a certain age. I can't speak for 22-year-olds. I can't speak for 32-year-olds. I can speak for fans of a certain age. Winning in the NFL. You want to, you're impatient to win, but you want to do it with grace, class, and humility. All right, I don't. I don't. Because the teams that were important to me, the teams that allowed us to exult in the glory of the Chicago Bears were arrogant, and they wore it on their sleeve. And that was the fun of it. Their lack of humility, the very opposite of humility, was the joy They recorded the Super Bowl shuffle on December 3rd. And they told the world, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Is that humble? Nah, it's the opposite of humble. And they gave your quarterback concussions and they barked at him when he was being dragged off the field on a stretcher. And when the next quarterback came in, they knocked him out too. And they barked at him when they were taking him out on a stretcher. And they danced. They danced on you. And they barked at you. And everybody else did too. And the world celebrated when Mike Ditka, as, 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 a, as, as a poke at his rival, Bill Walsh, when he decided to put a 330-pound nose tackle in the game to run the ball. Ha, 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 look what I can do. Is that humble? Is that graceful? 
Hell no. But it was an international phenomenon. You want to talk about going to London? When that dude went to London, that wasn't graceful. That wasn't humble. That was watching a happy, smiling, fat man dance on you because they could. When he knocked George Cumbie into next week on Monday Night Football, that wasn't to be humble. It's football, mister. It's football, mister. Al Davis somewhere is, is spinning in his grave. And you know who else would laugh in Kevin Warren's face about that winning with grace and class and humility? You know who would roar with laughter? He would take off his fedora. He might have to take off his glasses to wipe the tears of laughter from his eyes. The same man whose statue at which you stop to genuflect on your way in every morning. George Hallis wasn't about, man, it's, this is the NFL. And the teams that brought me the greatest joy in the world, the teams that allowed me to live vicariously through the gladiators that represented this city, were arrogant as hell. When you had your, your stalwarts of that defensive line, you know what they did for fun? You know what Dan Hampton and Steve McMichael did to entertain themselves? They went to biker bars and started fights because it was fun and they could. That's what they did. Is that graceful? Is that classy? Nah, no. But but it was the foundation of what made me feel good as a football fan because those guys represented Chicago. And no matter where you went, Remember, you went in the world. You had people talking about the fridge. And what, what was the phenomenon of the fridge? That was an F.U. The whole fridge thing was because Bill Walsh did it to Ditka in the playoffs the year before when he was shutting him out. And Ditka's like, all right, okay. You want a fat guy? Take this fat guy. How about that? That's what it was. It was arrogance and it was revenge. Because these guys in these helmets are a simulacrum of, of your gladiators who represent you. I don't want to do it with class and humility. I want the Bears to go step on people's necks and dance and have parades and stand there smoking cigars and pouring champagne on each other's heads and saying this is the best team in the NFL. Suck it. That's what I want from my football team. When did you turn into the worst callers on the score? Today. And okay. I, and I, and as long as you acknowledge it. That is. Cause, cause basically what you're saying is that in a press conference, Kevin Warren didn't have enough fire and passion no, for you. I, it just that word, he, it, it, that word set me off. That concept. I know, I know what Doug Buffon would have said to that. I know. I just, I sat next to Buffon for too many years. I, this is not the league, this is professional football. We, you want to raise your kids with grace and humility? That is a that is a that is a goal we all have. How about how about when? If you're talking about Al Davis, just win. Win. I win. mean, win. But, but he said that. Just he said he wants to win. That, exactly. Then let's get rid of all the other stuff. Do whatever you have to do. So you don't want them to. I just I don't understand what's happened to you. Like honestly, I'm just that. That's me because I, I really hope that you listen back to that last oh, segment no, no. at some point. I, I've been thinking about it for hours. I almost I've been thinking about it for hours. But I know how I feel during games. 
And I will always use my head over my heart when it comes to criticizing this team, observing this team, commenting on this team, formulating opinions about the team and how they play. And I will always have the, the appropriate intellectual detachment. But the essence of, the, of an NFL team. What proof of, theirs, of that over the, the last 24 hours? The, the essence of an NFL team has nothing to do. With humility, I get back up, Dan, on this. I think there's a there's a cognitive dissonance dissonance in your head of the the logical part, and when you know you're embracing the stupid meatball piece, mm-hmm. when you're when you're knowingly doing it, and you know like you know exactly what you're doing, it's a little different than just doing it. But I, studs, first of all, we know that you speak from the meatball contingent. Secondly, this isn't Dan watching a game. No, I, this I, is hold I, on. I, I hold on, rarely hold on. let this fanboy out. You you had your chance. Now it's my chance to talk. It's the Bernstein and Holmes show. Mm-hmm. All I know is that this guy has been sitting here thinking about a half of a sentence, a fragment of what Kevin Warren said. Kevin Warren, the president of football operations, not even the head coach. You are the same person. That when Dan Campbell became the head coach of the mm-hmm. Detroit Lions and talked about all of this stuff, mm-hmm. that you lampooned him. What I'm saying is, I don't think that you are being yourself right now. Or, or maybe, maybe this is the new you, but I would just remind you that you sound like everything that you have mocked for the last 30 years. I contain multitudes, and I know... What comes out during games, and I know what I this want. This wasn't a game, Dan, and that's that. the point that I but keep that, making but, to and you. And that's why when I first heard it, it didn't really bother me. It was just some words, and amidst just this maelstrom of words coming out of that guy's mouth. But that is, there is a time and a place where I'm going to acknowledge what, what a football team has meant to me. And that is where I can hear it at age 54, and I can also hear it when I remembered how I felt when I was 13 and 12, 13, 14 and a season ticket holder since age seven, when we went to every home game and we would bundle up and we would trundle down and we would go to every home game. Cause we had, we, we season tickets all my childhood. And that was a, it, it did. It, like I say, it didn't initially bother me. And I, and I'll, 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 I'll put this guy back in, you know, once the, once the gamma rays wear off. Okay. I'll, I'll, Put him back in his little box, and he'll 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 go away in the in the back of the reptile brain. But I think it would be it would be hypocritical to not acknowledge that that's there, and that's an important part of a football team. It's it's I think compartmentalizing it is a responsibility. A, 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 it's not just for us, but for everybody to like the, the whole things about uh, Packer fans and domestic abuse after rising after the Packers lose and all that. So. Yeah, there's. I think there's a time and a place, but that really bothered me. And, you and, weren't even this mad after the game Sunday. No, and, and there's another thing too. Where who's the greatest athlete in Chicago history? Tony Kukoc. Yeah, stop it. Who's the greatest athlete in Chicago history? Nick Madrigal. <laughs> after Nick Madrigal, and what do we celebrate Jordan for? For being a killer, ruthless psychopath who wanted to humiliate you who wanted to ruin you, who wanted to make you cry, he wanted to make you quit, he wanted to make your, your family get sick, whatever he had to do. He, he lived, but he, but, he had, but he was, that is celebrated. 
that is celebrated. All this stuff, well, LeBron doesn't have what he's got. No, because nobody does, because he's a loon. He's a maniac. He's a shark. That's not graceful. That's not humble. And, I'm, I, and I can appreciate it. So every once in a while, I'm just acknowledge. It would be hypocritical not to acknowledge the fact that we are not in the NFL football business of grace and humility. We are in the stomp the other team's guts out and leave them there dead on the field. Okay, but if this is who you are now. No, I'm just saying. I'm, if this I, is I, who you are I now. I contain everything. Okay. I contain everything. It's a matter of have the, the Tupperware containers in there can be opened and closed. But again, they lost the game to Green Bay and got bullied in the game in Green Bay. And you didn't come in here on Monday no, mad about anything. I, I, all I can be is true to how I feel. And that is true. That is, that, those have been my, the last 12, 18 hours. That thing is stuck with me. And now I feel better. So it's kind of like during the baseball season – when we let the brooms out. Have you guys checked on the brooms, by the way? No, we, no. Let, we let them out, and then... We haven't. No, we let them out. So they're they're the out for the winter. Out. No, 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 we had let... Ooh. If you remember, before the Cubs went to Arizona, we let the brooms out, and then they just left. They well, quit. The, <laughs> the brooms quit. <laughs> they left. Now we can't find them, and oh, we no. can't put them back in the closet. Oh, no. Well, we got until April, right, to bring I, them back? Yes, we have a little bit of time to find them, but... I didn't know they left. By Who now? Let the brooms out? I mean, think about it, studs. If they left in September... Who knows where the brooms could be by oh, now? You didn't see them in Mexico, Dan? I didn't. They're, they might be sitting on a beach earning 20%. Yes. I, don't, I have no idea where they are. You guys didn't put the air tags on them? What oh. damn? We, we let them out. Because the, the the Cubs were playing a really important series in Arizona, and then they got their asses waxed, and the brooms just left. They never came back. Because remember, like remember how the rest of the season went. I don't even think there were any more sweeps. I mean, other than the Cubs getting swept. That's all. So we've got to find. We now have to, it's like Star Trek Four: the search for brooms. We've got to find the brooms. The Genesis device needs to bring them back. We got to get whales, and they got to help us. Well, I could have talked to them. I was there. I was right there with them. Oh, you were trying not to get killed. That's true, but they're different whales. I could have talked to the humpbacks, and it would have been better. And speaking of baseball, I think we should ask a question about the way the Bears have decided to do business, and why are they being more like the Sox than the Cubs? Well, why don't we get into the the sound that didn't annoy you yesterday? Oh, it all did. It all did. Some just annoyed me immediately. Others things took time to ferment. Okay. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, Midday's Tint and Two, on Sports Radio 670 The Score. I believe so because the, the foundation is, is in place. I mean, the year we won the Super Bowl in St. Louis, we had a new offensive uh, coordinator there, and we had co defensive coordinators. That's the nature of the NFL. But I think and believe that as long as the foundation core elements are in place, then you can have a stable environment that people want to come here and people want to work together. That was Kevin Warren. He said a lot of stuff yesterday and continued to negotiate through the media when it comes to driving down the tax burden in Arlington Heights. He was not going to pass up an opportunity to leverage. Oh, he was jumping out of his shoes to get those questions. He couldn't wait for those questions. Yep. Yep. He was happy. But before that, Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles talked. And if you're wondering why Ryan Poles is sticking with Matt Eberflus, here's his explanation. Coach Flus, his leadership through hard times. Um, we had some adversity early in the season, in the middle of the season. Uh, his ability to stand strong and, and keep the team together was incredible. Um, he, his ability to adapt and adjust as we went along. You know, he had sudden change in terms of his role. And I thought we benefited from that. I thought we got better from that point. And I'm really happy for him. This team has 10 wins in two years. And I apologize for the awkward nature of this question. What made you want to stay with Matt Eberflus and knowing that that's the direction you want to go at head coach? Yeah, uh, everything I talked about in the beginning, just in terms of his leadership and stability, I really think that the head coach needs to be able to captain the ship when the seas seas have storms and really keep everything settled. Uh, when you go through hard times and you can keep everyone together, to me, that's like the critical piece uh, in a big uh, in a market like this. Like you have to be strong. I mean, if he's jumping off the boat and everyone else starts jumping off the boat, it's a hot mess. So the stability was a big piece of it. Um, the detail that he coaches with, taking some of the mistakes from the game, uh, bringing them to practice, and making sure that we're doing things the right way. I saw a lot of progress in that. There's a reason why we went from three to seven wins. Are, the player aspect of it is important, but also the detail and bringing the team together and sticking through those hard times allowed us to push through. And, and you saw a lot of those wins happening towards the back end of the season. If it's not for him, I really don't think that's the case. I think it starts to crumble. Everyone starts to do their own thing. So to me, that was a, a critical piece in this. Ryan, right, 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 did you make that decision uh, uh, before the end of the season, yesterday, somewhere in between? Yeah, like all of our jobs is to collect information throughout the entire season. That's on player, staff, uh, support staff, everybody. Um, but what I pride myself on and really pride our whole organization on is we take this step after the season to let the dust settle, let the emotions get out, and make the most sound decision that you possibly can make. So 
that's that's what we did uh, over the last few days. It's just making sure we settle down, look at the big picture, and, and make sure that we're going in the right direction. Do you have complete autonomy on that too? Is that totally your choice? Yeah. So it's it's my call, and what I do is I get with you know George and Kevin and, and give my input. And the nice thing about this, we were all on the same page. So what's going on? There being storms and men guiding them through the storms. Some storms are avoidable. What of the issues that you guys had this year tells you that? There will be lessons learned and improvement from that as opposed to those issues recurring next season. Yeah, we take, again, uh, we take, a, and it really over the last few days, um, but also in the season two, we take a lot of pride in the after action setup where we look back and we look at the, the issues that we had, what's avoidable, what's not. If it's avoidable, what can we do to make sure that we stay away from those storms so that we continue to improve and not repeat the same mistakes um, that we had? So I think. We'll continue to do that. We've done that a lot this year, um, so I feel confident in that. When you look at a, a quarterback development plan, what gives you your confidence in Matt to oversee a plan and a staff that no matter who's playing quarterback, there will be a, a developmental plan that takes them to their maximum level? Yeah, just like I talked about, um, it starts with the leadership piece. It starts with uh, his knowledge of the game um, and then the ability to you know, hire coaches to make sure we have Brad, a really good what? process and we, we bring in the right types of people that can, can put those plans together um, to help our guys take that next step. And if it's a young quarterback, then that's what it is. If it's to continue to elevate Justin, that's going to be a big part too. Coach, when you look at the center position, you're probably more comfortable bringing in. So – yeah, that's um, that last part is not not great. What? It's not great. The ability to hire coaches. We just fired like ten of them, and and, they, and you're kind of not gonna let him hire the next group of offensive. I got, coaches. I got that feeling too, and it was almost like assuring us that you weren't. Yes, I think that's a. Those are not things that I would say are strengths of Matt Eberflus. Well, how many of them were perverts? Well. Two. Like, not even, like, Dan, we don't even have to talk about the other two dudes. We can just talk about the fact that the the general manager is sitting down and saying, we're going to go and pretty much replace our entire offensive staff. And so you can't, I mean, I guess on the defensive side, you could say that, but if half of your staff is gone and the coach is the person who picked them, I don't think that you should put forward that he's a good hiring coach. I also am curious when he said, like, they're, they're praising him. This is so Bears. And we predicted all of this, you know, exactly what it was going to be. It's, it's not good enough. It's good enough. We're close. We're far away. It's, we're impatient. It's a long game. Like, we had all, we had all the classic Bears in between stuff because that's what they do. But that whole thing about he didn't he's not jumping off the boat. If he jumps off the boat and everyone else jumps off the boat, it's a hot mess. What would constitute a coach jumping off the boat? What would that mean? I, I don't know. It's the same thing when we start talking about like losing the locker room. I mean, I, I think that we've seen lost locker rooms. I think that second year Tressman was a lost oh, yeah. locker room. I, I think that, that the White Sox this past season was a lost clubhouse. But I, the the guy jumping off the boat, I'm I'm not sure that's the analogy you want to make. By the way, now that I'm looking at myself on Twitch, I think this is black. It's blue. I, you I put know, your vest on. I know. I know. I think it's. A, but look, like look at look at us on the screen because okay. it looks like our sweatshirts are the same. Yours is definitely black. Correct. 
And I'm sitting here like, is this black or is it really, really put, dark but, navy? But when your vest is on, it's clear it's really dark navy. Yeah, but but this has got kind of a gloss to it. Like, it's a little right, bit here. shiny. Right, hold on. Hold on. All right. I think you're, I think you're right. But it, I don't know, man. It carries, like, black. It's black. So now even black like the and people, blue division. Even the people on Twitch are like, we don't know. Some say it's black. Some say it's blue. All right, let's talk about some potential offensive coaches. I'll hug this, and then it'll be hug a black. <laughs> let's discuss what's next for the offense and this name that appeared last night, and apparently the fans of his team want him to go. Awesome. All right, let's do that next on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. You know, obviously you want to have somebody that's a great teacher. You know, uh, I think that's important because, you know, he has to coach the coaches to coach the position. I think that's the number one trait of any great coach. Um, you know, you have to be able to have uh, the innovation, you know, to, to really look at um, the players that you have and be able to help enhance and put those guys in position to succeed uh, and to get explosives and to move the ball down the field. So um, that right there, I think, is the most important thing. Uh, the, the teacher part of it and then the innovation part of it and the creativity, I think, is going to be the biggest part. Cool. All right. I'm, I'm down for all of it. Teaching, innovation, creativity. Let's go. Is that Shane Waldron, who now from the Seahawks, when, with Pete Carroll gone, all the assistants are fair game? And apparently there are Seahawks fans just looking by the responses on Twitter who would really love Take really love for the Bears to come get him. I mean, when you look at his resume, there is a, a very interesting. He's another guy that's connected to McVay. So there's an interesting cross-section of experiences that he's had, including working with, I mean, at this point, I don't know. When we talk about Geno Smith, I don't know if we're talking about like a mobile quarterback anymore. Like I think Geno's kind of graduated from that at this point in his career. But Russ was there for a long time, so you have some of that. You have him working inside the Rams organization. Okay, he wasn't on my original list that we just kind of spitballed yesterday off the dome. But sure, talk to him. Would you you take this for a two-year run from a Bears quarterback? 7,900 yards, 50 touchdowns, 20 picks. Yes. 67% completion percentage. Yes, 100%. That was Geno Smith the last two years under Shane Walton. Yeah, that would be some of the best quarterbacking in Bears history. He would have, last year, Geno Smith's season last season would be the greatest season in Bears quarterbacking history. 4,200 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. Oh, my God. Remember what he said? That That's was my favorite NFL moment this year. With when Aaron Donald, without a doubt, Aaron Donald looped around on a stunt and was bearing down on Geno Smith. And, and Geno Smith had the the most <laughs> had the most human reaction to seeing that man run at you full speed. That was a, a, that was approximately the same response I had when the orca breached twenty feet from our boat entirely out of the water. Oh my God! That, that was essentially how I felt. <laughs> you feel very small and somewhat endangered. Like the idea of, like, like oh no, oh no, oh like this. 
There's intent there. That wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. And here he comes. And I don't have a good plan for this. It's like Wild E. Coyote holding up the pathetic sign that says help or yep. yikes. And right before he falls to not his death, but. Or the rock falls on his head. To an injury. <laughs> help. Help. Oh, my God. A lot of names being circulated. A lot of names that I'm just not qualified uh, to opine on. Because I don't know. I can't tell you from Clint Kubiak or some of these other quarterbacks, coaches, or assistants or anything else who's good, who's bad, who's not. It's just weird, like you say, that they trumpet Matt Eberflus's ability to hire coaches and then go out of their way to reassure us that he's not going to have unilateral ability to hire coaches. Honestly, like the, I, to me, the only way that he can stay is if – Poles has a huge role in hiring the offensive coaching staff. Yeah, you mentioned it yesterday. You were saying during afternoon transition yesterday that there's no way that Eberflus is going to be doing this on his own. He can't. He can't, which is why it was so weird to hear we're hear Poles say that. And like that's the other thing. Like as far as like our big discussions about the Bears go, I can't believe that you would well, you're defending the Bear. No. I would have probably fired Eberflus. But I understand why they kept him. I think. I'm a, but also, I want. I really would love to know the truth about in the intervening yes. time. That is he lying? Is he ha- is he giving us a half truth? It maybe it's true that Poles himself didn't make any other inquiries. He said I didn't talk to anyone. Like somehow I, I that can't I, be true. Did, I, did you talk to Jim Harbaugh or his agent? And if not, why not? No, I haven't talked to Jim. Brian, why, why is this coach from Michigan? Sorry. Right. Did, did you? He was not a considerate. You, know, you did not see him as a. No. You know. Like I said, we're we're going with Matt, and uh, I gave you the reasons why. Um, I think go through. You know, I didn't. I didn't go talk to anybody. Okay. I I think I have an explanation for that. A plausible explanation for that. Okay. If you're Ryan Poles, and you had conversations with Don Yee and Don Yee was hanging out the big I'm not interested sign are you then going to say in the press conference to Mark Potash yeah yeah we we called Jim Jim's not interested Dave's not here it's not just Jim you have a but the other coaches you can't talk to like right. if you were, you know what I mean. Like I just wish it were more clear that this wasn't like a Chris Getz move, and they made it sound like it was. They made it sound like we never had any question that it was. It was always Eberflus the entire time. We knew it. Then extend him. Then announce an extension. Maybe they didn't. If, they maybe they don't feel like they need to. Hmm. Maybe they don't need to chase the money. Like they maybe they are pot committed to whatever his contract length is. Maybe it's four years. Like, we're not going to give him extra money just because when we talk to these candidates about being the offensive coordinator, we're going to say, Matt's under contract for the next two years. Th- this is the opportunity we would love for you to be a part of. Yeah, it. but then you look like <laughs> Jed Hoyer's like, we like our manager, and nah, we're going to take the, the, the Ricky Renteria gone. The moment that there is a tiny contractual opening, a loophole that allows them to go after but, Joe Matt, but, boom. But the moment they can get a better guy, boom. But that's what these guys do. And Ryan Poles is one of them. I think that he's being, he's playing with language. I here. hope, I, I hope so. But we have to go with what he says, I guess. Yep. Next up, Jarrett Payton will bring us his thoughts on the Chicago Bears. Next on the score.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.